Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Trailbusters. Uh, today we're going to take our adventures out west a little bit and talk about our adventures at Salt Spring Island. Uh, I'm your host, Bing. I'm Will. And I'm Ethan. And yeah, let's get it started. Trailbusters! This adventure was a, a really, really awesome adventure. It was actually a nice one that coincided with our uh, planned trip uh, for work, but we decided to kind of just take a breather off and mm-hmm. go out to the islands. Yeah, the beautiful Gulf Islands west of Vancouver. You have to catch a ferry from Swasson, so there's a fair bit of driving. We ended up having to yeah. a sick pickup. You know, track. I didn't really think we'll go out there. Uh, I'm not even sure whose idea it was, but it worked out really well. I mean, I think I think Ethan, you brought it up to our attention. I, it's like, hey, you guys wanna you guys wanna spend a weekend? outside of vancouver it, a little bit yeah, yeah so i i think it might have been will actually that found the place um we had kind of talked about i mean this was when we were all uh working for the same place out in uh vancouver and we'd go out there you know what like twice a year um yeah and every time we'd go out there vancouver is so beautiful and you can see the mountains off in the distance and i never left the city um so we kind of got to talking and i don't remember exactly how it came up but it just the idea of um, exploring a little bit more on this trip came up and yeah. I think it was Will did a lot of looking around on Airbnb and stuff like that isn't isn't that right Will the yeah, two of like, us did I, but I think you found the place yeah I, I, I used to live in Vancouver so I kind of knew the area and I also I grew up uh, in Washington state uh, my grandpa had a cabin in the U.S. side of the Gulf Islands called the San Juan Islands so I've been going to those islands since I was a kid uh, just mostly on the U.S. side and so I knew they were nice. Um, I anticipated it would be cool. And I'd actually been to Salt Spring before. Uh, I rode my bike there once uh, when nice. I was living in Vancouver. So I had a bit of context. And I know we were trying to find a site. And the nice thing about Vancouver is, like, really, in any direction, there's some good camping. Like, the islands are the thing you do to the west. Uh, north, you have Whistler, but also, like, the coastal mountain ranges. And then east, there's lots of good biking. Um, do you like the rail, the trails and stuff that they have? Uh, so, in yeah, south like, there's is lots of choices. America. Yeah, less awesome. You could camp in the suburbs. Although there's some dank Chinese food in Richmond, which I remember was one of my highlights of that trip. Actually, I mean, yeah, that that so wasn't good. that wasn't that south. So I yeah, think, oh, that's yeah, still it in was Vancouver. a little south, a little south, a little south. But it was so good. But yeah, that was nice. My, I'd say my house, my trip, that trip for me, the island, beautiful, the hiking, amazing. Yeah, um, the pickup truck. Which was yeah, let's, let's such a talk highlight. a little bit. Let's <laughs> talk a little bit about that truck. That was that was a surprise because once we got off the plane and got to the rental place, I was like, "Hey, Ethan, what what kind of car do we get? I hope it's a pickup truck because that would be super dope." <laughs> no, but we we had an economy car, um, which which I had done the booking for the rental. It was a lot more money to get anything above like an economy level car, and they told yeah. me on the site. As an example, a Honda Civic, which is what I currently drive. That's my main car. There were four That's of us fine. with carry-ons only. So I was like, it'll be tight, but we could fit four carry-on suitcases in the trunk of a Civic. That'll, fine, that'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And we get there, um, and apparently it, it wasn't a Civic. It was actually going to be a... Um, it's going to be like what a... Was it? Sh- like a, it was, a cruise or something? Or it a was one of the... Yeah, it was a spark. That's what it was. It was going to be a spark. And the guy who is getting the keys looked at the four of us and said, is this for all of you? And I said, yep. (laughs) And he goes, like a cloud car. You guys aren't going to fit in that. And he goes, 
are you okay driving a truck? And I was like, sure. And he's Heck like, yeah. all right, well, we'll we'll give you a free upgrade. Um, and we suddenly went from being in the Spark to a uh, Nissan Frontier, but with the full four-wheel drive off-roading package on it. That, yeah, that truck was awesome. Sick. Yeah, and we really needed it. Like, honestly, we drove that thing... We, the we places that all like, around. I, yeah, it was, it was great. I, yeah, you needed that. I don't think we would have gone to those places though if we didn't have that truck. That's um, true. Although it was yeah. funny trying watching <laughs> some uh, sedans try and go up those uh, four wheel drive trails, but uh, yeah, maybe man. maybe we'll get to that yeah. near the end of the uh, yeah episode because that was I think so because that was, was a very memorable moment for us. Oh, just yeah. having up a path. <laughs> that was that was awesome. That was great. But yeah, once we got the pickup truck, I think the ferry ride was next. That was a very scenic ferry ride. Oh, absolutely and, beautiful. And the weather was amazing that day. Like you couldn't ask for better weather on the ferry. Yeah. To be honest, like not a cloud in sight, and you're just kind of cruising along the bay. Oh, it's so nice. I feel like the secret of the of Vancouver and Seattle, like the Pacific Northwest, is that the weather's pretty bad most of the year. But when it's nice, it's nicer than anywhere. Like it's so perfect because it's cool. You get the coastal, like the breeze from the Salish Sea coming down and the mountains kind of keep the climate really nice. It's it's like cool, but warm. Um, yeah, it's a pretty special place. It's just like the bad weather keeps the Californians away. And so the summers are like, there's like less people. Is that, is that how it is? Like, yeah, it's like protective, you know? So, yeah, I remember that. That that you can see, we didn't see, but you can see like orca and stuff from those ferries. They have like no, signs no up. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, such a nice thing. Like, I love when a trip, like the getting there can be as fun as like the actual trip because it's like a road, you know, sometimes it's like a mini road trip almost, right? Like, if well, you guys have memories mini, of like mini sea trip. Yeah, like like some like it's often fun for to like get some good music, get a jacked up pickup truck, and just yeah. you know drive to wherever you may be going. It can be really nice. Yeah, that was that was an amazing ferry ride. And you know, one thing I actually picked up was how to deshell a sunflower seed in your oh mouth yeah without spitting out the shells. Nice. I I have taught many a people at skill. Can you Once even? We, I think we could get some good value for our podcast if you tell everyone the secret to eating, to deshelling a sunflower seed in your mouth. The oh, oh, the technique. Um, it's easy enough to do one sunflower seed. You you know get it um, sideways between your front teeth so that your um, teeth are on the uh, edges, and you crack it open from there. Uh, it's pretty easy to do. the The technique that I think Bing might be referring to is um, what you do is you take a handful of sunflower seeds, you throw them in your mouth, and you oh, push, yeah. put them all between your teeth and your um, cheek on one side. I usually go with the left side. And then you get you have to practice this, but you get dexterous enough with your tongue to pull one seed out to the front of your teeth, crack it open, pull out the um, seed part that you would eat, and shove the uh, empty shell over to the right cheek or the opposite cheek eat the seed part and just continue to do that until you have only the uh the shells left and you can spit them out all at once or if you're able to spit as you go you can um, pull one from your (laughs) new seed cheek into the middle spit the shell and move the seed part over to your right side depending this is our new our new bit for the podcast is going to be like trail busters uh techniques or like we have to come up with a good tips a good good bit uh, trail tips, tips and tricks 
Yeah, that's our first one, the master sunflower seed yeah. shelling technique. Whew, say that 10 times fast. So yeah, we went to Salt Spring Island on this Wasson Ferry. It was a beautiful ferry ride. Oh, and then fantastic. we had to find our Airbnb. We got the best map. It was a oh, yeah. drawn picture. <laughs> <laughs> it With was a no great, scale. No yeah. scale. There was basically everything is not to scale. Everything is like scale to cartoony proportions. It's kind of like yeah. one of those Disneyland maps. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for ads for like whatever random services like masseuse. Masseuses, massage, and the five hundred yoga oh, yeah. places. Oh yeah, there's also there's also my favorite one was the uh, Monster Factory. Oh yeah, which oh, we yeah. never figured out what it was. Yeah, so oh, we're well, worried about it. <laughs> yeah, Salt Spring Island's got a definitely like a big hippie culture. I think a lot of like hippies live there and like kind of back to the land farmer types. So yeah, there's lots of yoga. There's lots of like hippie bookstores and like essential oil stands and stuff like that um yeah so it's kind of charming but it, uh it's, it's all different mm-hmm. yeah it was a it's a very quaint island would you say yeah yeah like very it's like a mysterious <laughs> almost like a very relaxing mysterious yeah very open to the water like most of the places you go you can see the sailor sea that you're yeah. surrounded by it's not that big of a place so that's yeah. really nice and it's kind of mountainous so like the ferry, you come in kind of at a lower elevation, but you're pretty quickly gaining ground. And then once you've gained enough oh, ground... those roads were windy and mountain. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah driving those. I would have loved to have my motorcycle out there. Those <laughs> roads would have been amazing for that. Uh, no wonder you took your, uh, your, bike, your bike out there too, just to cycle the island. You did? No, you did. I've done that in the past. Oh, I thought Ethan did on our trip. I'm like, I think I would have oh, no. remembered that. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, even bought a motorcycle on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his luggage, his luggage. Yeah, no, it's, it's my carry-on I, bike. Actually, for bicycling, it is lovely. It's so nice, but the hills can be kind of intense. So I would say, like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't bike it that island in particular, um, unless you've got like some experience doing big hills or don't mind. So um, massive thighs. Yeah, yeah, you kind of got to be in shape for that. The, there are other islands, and so the ferry, the Salt Spring is like, I think, one of the first stops, but there's like lots of islands yeah, yeah. the ferry goes to, and other ones are a little bit more like flat, which, you know, for some people. Was there, was there a reason why we chose Salt Spring? Is it just because you kind of knew the area? I mean, there's it, so many islands in the Gulf. Yeah, I think it's because it's it's certainly the biggest of the Gulf Islands, and so there's more Airbnb options. and Right. Um, you know, I think for me, when I'm looking at for an Airbnb, like I definitely want something that's going to be like a comfortable fit for three people. I don't want to be like, yeah, crashing on a couch or something. So I think we had limited options in that department. Uh, I think you picked a really good spot. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. Once we got our, our essentials, we headed over there and I think we missed it the first time we kind of drove past it. Yeah, we, we, um, we drove i don't think we drove far past it but it was one of those we saw no. the the number as we were at it and we drove like by it. oh we're close and there it goes <laughs> yeah but you know quick turnaround um and then into the little the super narrow driveway i gotta say driving that truck when i'm used to driving my honda civic all the time as much as i want a pickup truck the whole time i just couldn't wrap my head around how much bigger it is than what i'm used to driving and how narrow Mm -hmm. all these roads and canadian parking spots are super narrow they're not really like when i'm They're they're not like costco parking lots yeah so when i when i was growing up 
in the in the southern U.S., like, um, my dad always had pickup trucks, so I'm used to driving them a little bit. Um, it's been a while, but also down there, the streets and the parking are all made as if that's the vehicle that most people drive because that's the vehicle most people drive. So right. it's it's like so much different fit wise. So we pull into this little uh, driveway that's got this little bridge that goes over a ditch and um, up this hill to this beautiful um, set of kind of wooden uh, cabins there. This big two story studio out front, and then the the little main house that was actually looked yeah. almost smaller. I I guess. Um, it was it was funny because I thought the the studio up front was actually the main house because it actually yeah. it, it did look bigger, like it, it was a two story studio and it had everything inside like the essentials and stuff like that. And it's like oh sweet, this is a really nice place. There must be a guest house behind it too. Uh, we <laughs> we definitely have to post some photos because I think we all have some great photos of that place uh, yeah, to that throw up great. on the uh, Trailbusters Instagram at uh, the Trailbusters. <laughs> For those of you interested in checking that out, shameless plug. Yeah, Some but, high quality photos up on there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that place was beautiful. It was what uh, two bedrooms, and then it had um, two like convertible. I think one was a futon, and one was like a day bed in the living room um, yeah. that PK and I slept on. And then you guys grabbed the uh, uh, shotgun to the bedrooms, and uh, nice little kitchen in there and that beautiful view and garden out the back was just amazing oh, fantastic. Yeah. they had like yeah. it was one of those overgrown wild um like you you couldn't walk there was no paths through it you'd have to like wade through weed uh like knee-high grass and plants I mean, and flowers can, and stuff go out there but you don't know what's growing out there mm-hmm. attacked by a shrew but it was absolutely <laughs> yeah beautiful. you guys you guys outdid yeah. yourself like well, you found it, right? Mm. I think so. I think it was a good find, like just luck on an Airbnb. But yeah, it, it had a yoga studio. I remember Ethan taught us a yoga class, which was pretty amazing. I, th- I think that was. I think Bing did the the yoga lesson there. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Sorry, Bing. My bad. It was a good yoga lesson, though, for sure. It was the uh, the Ashtanga style. Mm-hmm. power yoga lots I'm, of push-ups i'm liking this trend of everyone crediting me for all of the good things that happened on this trip <laughs> <I know. laughs> will, will picked and found the place bing did all the yoga um, i drove the pickup truck you did drive the pickup truck that yeah. was bad so yeah that was a good spot we had a full kitchen we ate well i remember we had greek yeah. food yeah will will did most of the cooking there and made some it was falafel the first night right was it, it was. yeah mm-hmm and then nice I think fried, I think the next night we went out to uh, a restaurant out around the corner um, in one of the oh, yeah. like harbor areas that was really good. Yeah, it was like it built around trees. I remember it was like a kind of a cool vibe mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, that place, the, our Airbnb was uh, was sublime to say the least. Like it even had like I don't remember, but I think you lit some incense. Oh yeah, it had those. incense everywhere and had like a collection of like ceremonial drums and things you remember that yeah, <laughs> like, i remember that yeah and, and, you, know, so you, can, you can sit around the coffee table and just have a good time it's very 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 west coast yeah. <laughs> like the whole thing <laughs> like the yoga the incense the buddha statues they had, the they had a piano in the, and art supplies in the bottom floor of the yoga studio and the yoga studio was up oh, on top yeah. um, right i also remember nice. the garden no will 
Will trying to look through. I remember Will trying to look through the garden to find anything edible. Right. And yeah, trying to offering to cook everything he found in the garden. Yeah, just tasty uh, weeds. Yeah. That was funny. We were just we were just chilling on on the patio, and just enjoying the scenery. All we see is Will just like rummaging through the garden, like, "Oh, this is really delicious. Just make sure you don't touch the leaves, because the oil, if you touch from the bottom, it's fine. But if you touch the top, you're gonna get a horrible, horrible burning rash. But yeah, it tastes great. Nettle. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Like harvesting nettle in the wilds is is an awesome thing. It's easy to ID because. Well, for one, it'll give you a terrible rash if you <laughs> touch it the wrong way. But also, the leaves are pretty I'll distinctive. Touch it the wrong way. Yeah, but it tastes good. It's full of iron. It's like wild spinach. Like get some Popeye. Yeah, if it gives you a rash on the outside, wouldn't it give you a rash on the inside? No, you you boil it. <laughs> I think it's, I, I, I've eaten it a bunch. I I can vouch. At least I've never had a problem. So it's it's pretty common. It grows out here too. I see it in the Don Valley a lot. It's a good thing to. It's I think one of the first things if you get into like harvesting in the wild that you learn to harvest is nettle because it grows everywhere. It's kind of a hardy plant and it actually tastes good. People could Google it like nettle recipes. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, I wasn't totally insane, but we no, didn't I, end I up trust that it was good. I just I, I thought it was hilarious watching you go around and scout out all these plants. I didn't. I wasn't confident enough with my plant ID to you like. You could. You could tell. Yeah, you were. You were hesitant on a lot of things. <laughs> I feel like if you're wild harvesting anything like that, you've got to be confident. Well, I mean, in not just in how you present what you find, but like you should actually be confident. You know, like, um, yeah, I don't want to poison anyone. You could get really sick. So for all our listeners out there, don't be like me. Yeah. <laughs> don't be like Will. So, so yeah, the next day we had breakfast (laughs) and I think once our stomachs are filled, we, um, we kind of went by our, our really fun map and found, uh, scouted out like a really nice trail, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Will, Will found a good, uh, trailhead spot. Did you, did you already know that or was it scouting? No, I, I had been to the, uh, there's a provincial park sort of near the hike that we went to. It's like like turkey hill or something it's like an old farm it's an old homestead that they turned into a park and i knew that there was a way to get to the homestead from like a different trailhead but i remember i couldn't find the trailhead remember and we almost gave up and we walked we walked through somebody's yard where they had a lot of like (laughs) art and stuff that was kind of freaky like this art (laughs) they they had a lot of like folk art oh, i'd want to say <laughs> it was yeah. like like little children but like lots of them in wood like driftwood it was weird it got it felt like we were gonna be we were gonna be like captured and like it felt know. like we were gonna be the next flat wooden children true <laughs> yeah we, yeah it didn't have good vibes and i i kept i guess like I, ironically we weren't that far from the trailhead but we were oh. So I think what happened is like we parked the we parked the truck by the trailhead, and then we walked into someone's driveway, and then they had a piece of art that had like an arrow pointing towards their own path through their yard, yeah, exactly. that um, we assumed was the marker for the start of the trail. Um, no, I think it was the start of their gallery. Right. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was misleading. Yeah, and then and then I mean, it was close enough that on Google Maps, like looking at a satellite view, you couldn't really tell the difference between where we were and where the map trail was. It was like yeah. it ended up being like what twenty meters away. It was funny because out there we had no signal at all, so it's really like an approximation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one thing to keep in mind: no, very weak sell your signal and i think our wi-fi was was acceptable uh but yeah great place to disconnect if you needed to yeah back on the topic i digress uh i think the trailhead we we basically gave up we were like oh man we're not gonna get stuck in here so we walked back out and and i think we were trying to look for another one where we saw a rock that said this way to trail yeah very clearly printed trailhead as we walked back to the car yeah 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 and and then we went on this hike and it was amazing it was like the pristine you were hiking through like cedar mostly and along the coast and it was pretty well maintained but not too maintained so there's a couple really fun scrambles and i just remember like it was so prepared let's say again you don't need to be too prepared for that that hike. I think it was like even for a novice and stuff like that. I think it's fine. And yeah. we had our we had our little samosas for the partway uh, point. Yeah. Actually, I think we skipped over the market that morning. I think we went to the yeah. market and got the samosas that morning. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll circle back to that after the hike. Yeah, let's do that. But yeah, I love that that hike because you go through so many different like distinct sort of ecosystems. I don't know if that's like technically the right word for it, but like you have the forest, which is just this gorgeous cedar forest with like really thick, um, loamy soil, so it's comfortable to hike mm-hmm. on. Out to like the coast, like this rocky coastal shore that is like this waves are crashing. There's big rocks. There's lots of cool like tidal pool kind of things you can see. I got um, the like, coolest. Birds. I got the coolest photo I think I've ever taken of a rock right at the edge of the water with a starfish stuck to the bottom of it. Definitely throwing that on the uh, Trail Busters Instagram. Yeah, that was a pretty dope picture. I also have a really nice picture of Will on a branch just sunbathing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We found that great branch to, like, nap on. It was, like, perfectly shaped to hold a human. (laughs) It was, like, cradling you. Yeah. It was, like, a baby on it. Yeah, so nice. And the perfect thing about that hike is, like, it wasn't very far. Like we ended up having plenty of time to sort of like wander around a bit and yeah. lots of like chill sort of like kind of, you know, setting up shop somewhere quiet and just sitting around looking at the view kind of thing. So it's like, I, very- remember, I remember you wanted to get to the water at one point you were like, you're oh, yeah. to like jump into the water or at least gets your, your feet wet. Literally. Oh I yeah. I think you did go swimming. Didn't you? Yeah. I remember I did jump in. Like we- I love I'm like all about that cold plunge. So yeah, we all we all stayed back a little bit and chilled out on a on a log or a bench or something. And you went a little further down and took a dip. Yeah, it was freaking cold. Like it's unpleasantly <laughs> cold, but also you know exhilarating. There's nothing like when you're hot from a hike and you know even just dipping your hat in some water and putting it on your head. Like I love that. Just feeling it like burst I, of I wouldn't have been against putting my hat in the water. I don't think I would have gone in. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't go in. I guess that's a good sign. That's a good indication. <laughs> Your preferences. Yeah, it's nice. Like I've I've done a fair bit of bike camping, like we mentioned. And one, after like a long day of biking, especially like late summer where it's super warm out, it's so nice. It's like 
let lay out in the water and like just it's freezing cold um but you know it's so warm when you get out it's really nice yeah yeah was- i think uh who was it was it was it our friend pk who tore his pants i don't remember oh yeah oh yeah i think i vaguely remember that <laughs> well, he, he's a very quiet guy maybe we'll get him on the next episode or something mm-hmm. or something so but yeah he's a he's one of those people who like the notion of outdoors but don't actually like it in practice so it'd be an interesting talk i think i think he had a lot of fun i, I think, think he so had too. more fun than he expected to have too <laughs> that was yeah I mean, the nice thing about that hike is that it's very accessible for someone like PK who really wouldn't have done well if we were like trudging up a mountain or something that was a bit more intense where you like needed to have a little bit better shoes or I we think we were not in like jeans. Yeah. yeah, we were not equipped. But yeah. Was, we didn't uh, need to be, like we got, we did the full loop. Like we went, I remember we went for a while along the coast and then you get into this sort of like provincial park area where there's a bunch of, yeah. like a whole network. And mm-hmm. we did like, and we ended up having time to kill. So. Um, I think, yeah, I think all of said and done, like we were there for like a good chunk of time, but I don't know if we ever did more than like 20, 30 K I'd be surprised. Yeah. I, think we, we, I don't think we had the equipment or the essentials for it. We, we went through our, our kind of water and. Yeah. I think food. we, we did r- run out of water near the end. We, we rationed it well and ended up timing it really well where um, there were some other trails we probably could have gone down, but we would have. Yeah. Uh, I know I was hungry by the end and uh, like a, a comfortable, good hike hunger. You know? Yeah. Speaking of food, though, like let's rewind a little bit. You talked about the samosas. Those are really great samosas, by the way. I think they were like full vegan samosas, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's rewind even more because I remember what we did for breakfast that day. That was the morning we went out for breakfast to that little uh, diner and we all got that uh, greasy spoon breakfast and then we walked over oh. to that market true that was so good yeah we we went and got i think we were like one of the only tables that actually had people there well we went in like the moment it opened yeah bright and early so we could get uh, food in our bellies and then digest a little bit and get on a hike true that was a great breakfast because it was like literally an old school diner like a like a pit stop on the highway almost i think yeah yeah it was really great food really great way to start the morning um, and then we are the best before a hike like that's, yeah. that's just pure fuel yeah and then we went over to that little um they had that uh market set up with all those just tons of little artisan booths selling all sorts of homemade stuff and um lots of um things with sayings on them and essential oils and um hand woven stuff convinced to buy some didn't you Oh yeah, I got. This. I still have it. I got a little thing of salve that was like herbal, kind of like for dry skin or like a sunburn. It was supposed to be more than that, wasn't it? Say again. Like she, she sold you on everything. Oh yeah, I mean, she was this beautiful farmer hippie woman, and she was super friendly. And I would have bought anything. I was very, I, I like slightly crushing on this cool uh, tincture salve selling person. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was an awesome. Like I love that market because there's so many stalls and you get to meet some of the locals. It's like I think it's kind of a thing that you, if you live on the island, you'll go to to like have something to do. So it's pretty busy. Um, I I sat and chat with chatted with a dude in a booth. Just he was literally just there to talk about um, uh, 
aeroponics and aquaponics. So we oh, just yeah. sat and talked about automated gardening. That was yeah. that's, that was my big jam at the time. Um, so we were talking about different systems and stuff, and you took down my email to send me some information, and I never heard from him again. Yeah. Oh, he never sent you anything. Yeah, I wonder what kind of mailing list I actually ended up on from that. Ah, uh, that was probably some spam mail. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's let's go back to the day after our hike. Um, I think we were going to go to another spot, but we didn't know which spot to go to. So we took out our trusty map again and started scouting mm-hmm. while on the road, right? Uh, yeah, so we were we were driving around looking for some places. I think we might have run over to, back to that little market area quickly to grab some food. Because I think we uh, grabbed breakfast right. at like the little some cafe down there. Yeah. Um, just like... Yeah, just like a pastry thing and some coffee or something. And I think when we found the next spot, I forgot what the name was. It was a pretty awesome name on the map. It looked like... It was like it, King it Mountain or something, wasn't it? Something like that. It said it had a peak on it. So we're like, oh, sweet. It wouldn't, might be a good view up there. But little did we know, when we got to the base of it, it was a pretty hardcore trail for for cars for vehicles yeah yeah and, and yeah it was basically just riddled with stones narrow trails it's literally like a, a one-way trail almost you had to have like was that uh, mount maxwell yeah uh, yes. maxwell yes yeah so it, yeah it, like holes were epic i remember like some monster potholes like yeah, so it, it starts as, you know, paved road and it very quickly yeah. turns into dirt road, which turns into rough dirt road. Um, and I remember um, seeing the point where it said it warned that four-wheel drive vehicles should turn back and no vehicles should attempt to continue without four-wheel drive. Yeah. And at that point, we already had four-wheel drive on because it was I remember, like... I remember you're like, hey, we have four-wheel drive and you clicked it into gear. Yeah. I don't... That was fun. How obvious was it that I was absolutely terrified the entire drive up and down that? Like, oh, no, you were having a blast, dude. We were, I remember having, like, it was like a roller coaster because it was so, like, up and down and, like, oh, my God, are we actually going to be able to, you like... were having a blast. I thought you were having a blast as well. It was, yeah. it was a ton of fun, um, but it was learning how to um, off-road and not quite rock crawl, but, like, pretty rough off-roading in a vehicle that I was liable for and renting. That's the part that terrified me was the (laughs) fact that we were renting this truck. I had never driven it before and I was learning how to off-road in it. Um, And we were, we were in this like winding road that was only wide enough for one car. So if anyone else came, you had to be able to get off the road, but it was also hard for cars sometimes to stop. And I was like terrified of something going wrong, Uh, but nothing did. We got there pretty early, so it wasn't that packed. But I remember, I think, going up, there was a car going down, and we were at a junction point where it was just enough to fit, like, two cars. Yeah. yeah. I, I was most terrified about going back down and not being able to get around cars or, like, pull off to the side well enough or right. stop well enough while going down those hills um, yeah. with that terrain. Control. But it was so worth it, right? Like, I just remembering now the view from the top is breathtaking you can see oh, yeah. whole 
archipelago, like all of the islands, like the entire chain. Again, beautiful, beautiful photos on uh, at the Trailbusters on Instagram. Smash that like or subscribe button. They yeah. have that on Instagram. They have that on Instagram. Uh, they they could follow, uh, which they should be, of course. Smash that follow button and uh, and like the photos. Yeah, yeah, just stunning. Like you see, so far you can see for miles, and it's just like islands and water, and like you're up. I think it's probably one of the highest points in the chain. I, I, I think yeah. it sure. was it was absolutely beautiful. It was some of the coolest views I've ever seen. It was just oh, yeah. amazing. It was magnificent. Like, like even up there, you can get a sense on of like how every island kind of looked as well. Like, you can really, really view far. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say if you're planning a trip to Salt Spring, it's well worth like figuring out how to get up there. Yeah, True. Like, get, get a before. get a four wheel drive vehicle, um, so you can get up there or. Do you like the other people that were there and go up in a minivan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that. yeah. But there are hiking trails too, right? Like we didn't do that because we weren't really equipped, but there are um, ways to park lower down and get up the mountain on foot. So yeah. I would say if you, if you can't yeah. get a, a jacked up pickup. Yeah. Breathtaking yeah. views. If you have a jacked up pickup though, also a fun off-road up the hill. Yeah. Um, terrifying if you've never done it before and you're driving a rental but at the same time i still if i if i had a chance to do it again in a rental that i was terrified to drive up a hill i would in a heartbeat Dude, imagine when we did if we do that in the spark <laughs> there was another car as we were coming down that was um it was a um some sort of chevy hybrid i think coming by us it was a car that was not equipped to do that, and they were just uh, about to get to the sign that said "non four wheel drive vehicles turn back," or whatever. Yeah. 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 God so, bless. Them. <laughs> so yeah, I think that was pretty much the highlights of the yeah. trip. I I kind of want to get your guys' sense on what was the most memorable moments of that trip. Um, I think mine was definitely the 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 hike in general like our first hike when we got lost in the in the woods with the art and stuff like that i think that was a really nice hike just to kind of get um you know get some miles under our legs just to work out a little bit yeah it was um, beautiful island it was um i i really have trouble nailing down one moment that i think like this one thing is the one thing i remember from that trip um, I think going on that trip in general was one of the best choices we could have made for that, like being yeah. in that area, um, like the, the mountain, like driving the truck up that mountain and getting those incredible views. Like I'll always remember that and like dying to do something like that again. That hike was incredible with such amazing views. Even just like uh, when we were done that, we went to a little restaurant and got some good food and then hiked out to this little rocky point in the marina and uh will took a nap on the beach and we all just chilled and just like hung out with beautiful views in the harbor we watched biplanes taking off out of the water that was really cool like just so much happened in in what like three not even three full days yeah Um, and like ferry's not expensive it's it's really a prime yeah it's when the more i think about it the more i'm like yeah, we got so lucky too. Like the entire weekend was just clear skies, nice temperatures. Like, I, I'm that's not. Super, 
out there. I'm not going to lie. Um, looking at the Airbnb and the stuff to do and things like that and the prices things were coming to, I was like, this is all just so way too good to be true. And it yeah. all lived up to, to the expectations that were laid, in my opinion. Yeah, like it wasn't that expensive. Like the ferry, the Airbnb. I don't. I'm not remembering numbers um, long enough ago for that. But yeah, it was just uh, really affordable, really beautiful. And for me, I would say most memorable by like a well, it's a close finish. But I'd say the view from the top of that mountain. Yeah. yeah. Think about that. So so stunning. It was a breathtaking view. Yeah. Um, I would say the most uh, one of the other most memorable parts for me was um, hiking on uh, one of the trails through the woods and me very quietly to myself saying i see water and everyone thinking i said ice cream party uh which has now <laughs> become an inside joke with us that i'm pretty sure most of you guys forgot the the origin of i had forgotten the origin yeah. That's a lot. so <laughs> if any of you have the good fortune to hang out with us in the future and you see one of us look at the group and say ice cream party know that it's really i see water misunderstood that's hilarious and you can now use that too yeah and we can always hang out at dairy queen yeah so this episode of chad brothers is brought to you by the salt spring island chamber of commerce um our no just kidding not at all <laughs> um brought to you by our listeners so yeah i appreciate you all joining us on this episode um that wraps up another one and uh, if you like this, don't forget to subscribe and uh, check out our other episodes. And signing off now, uh, see you in the next one. See you in the next one.